Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. There is more than enough in the container. First Kings 17, 15 through verse 16. She went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry. In keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. What do you want from God? I'm asking you to identify what you want from God and write it down. List the things that you want from God. I am not playing the game about want versus need. Rather, I'm simply saying that you want something from God, right? Well, let us write it down or write them down before we continue our conversation. Can we go ahead? Bear in mind this statement from the Bible which says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Jesus Christ. The text is part of a most dramatic and compelling story involving a widow and a man of God named Elijah. There was serious food shortage in the country. In fact, there was a drought. And the prophet got a message from God one day. Go immediately to Zarephath and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. Watch out for the details of the story, my friend. So Elijah comes to the town and sure enough, he sees a widow gathering sticks. Not wood, sticks. This doesn't look good. Anyway, Elijah asked her for some drinking water. And as she stepped off to get the water, he added, And bring me, please, a piece of bread. <laughs> God told him that the widow would supply him with food. But this widow seemed like she was not quite the right widow. Why did Elijah ask for water and a piece of bread? Why didn't he have faith and ask for a steak dinner with lots of grains and vegetables and wine? Bread and water? I don't know, man. But it gets more dramatic. She tells him that she does not have bread, but that all she has was a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in the jug. I'm out here getting some sticks to go home and make a meal with all that I have for me and my son. And that's it. We will just starve to death. Things really look grim, doesn't it? But think again. If God told him that a widow would supply him with food, and here is this widow with just enough to make a last meal for her and her child, then you would think he needs to go find another widow, right? But Elijah knew God, and he knew that what God told him was going to happen. So the man of God spoke something of faith. Here's what I want you to do. Make a small loaf of bread for me, and then make something for you and your son from what you have. God told me to tell you that the flour and the oil will not run out until it rains, and the food supply in the country has improved. Please. Before you say another word, go back to the statement earlier about God supplying all your needs. There is something about God that we must never forget. If God says it, then it is going to happen. God does not lie. God does not make mistakes. God is not wishy-washy. He says it, then it is going to happen. Elijah knew that, and he was now putting his knowledge of God into practice. 
she went away and did as Elijah had told her. When God tells you something, believe him fully. No place for doubt. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. The man of God had told her that this is what was going to happen. And it sure did. For the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. There was always enough flour and always enough oil just like what God told her, told Elijah to tell her until the food shortage ended. That was then. This is now. That was her. This is you. I asked you earlier to make a list of what you want from God. I hope you did, because I'm going to talk directly to you right now. I want you to believe with all your heart that this list that you have made, that God has the ability and the resources to give you all of what's on that list. God owns all that is in the world. Money, food, drugs, houses, air, people. Yes, God owns everything. And I really mean everything. I want you to stretch your imagination and believe that because God owns everything, that he has the ability to move some things from one place in the earth to where you are and do it creatively. The check in the mail that comes from the IRS representing a refund that you did not even know about but the money came right on time. That's God. You need a spouse. And one day you're on the train and a stranger comes to sit with you. He, you exchanged numbers at the end of the journey. And eventually the stranger who was only visiting that city for the weekend turns out to be your husband. I want you to simply accept the truth that if God tells you that he is going to do something for you, then you must understand that he has the willingness to do it. The, the other text says God is willing to supply the needs of his children. God is willing to help people who ask. God is super powerful and at the same time he cares about you, his child. The woman believed what Elijah told her and she had flour and oil Every day, her jar of flour and her jug of oil had more than enough every day. God showed off his love and his grace and his power one more time.